Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Located on the edges of your radio static, you've stumbled upon the lost signal, your podcast destination for tales of horror and the macabre, brought to life with voice acting and sound effects. New episodes are released every two weeks on Monday on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Join us, won't you? guys i'm Catherine, and i'm Haley, and we are saturdays for the ghouls a podmouth podcast how are you doing Haley? i'm good how are you Catherine? i'm good <laughs> still doing doing life working and such are you excited that we're here today yeah i'm so excited Catherine. i'm so excited to hear the story <laughs> it's crime week true crime week guys and it's this be a little diffy, a little diffy, different, you know, this, this, however you like to say different, whichever, whichever option you like the best. Haley, do you have any idea what topic we could be talking about today? Not even specifics, just like general. Hmm. I'm just going to channel that to you with our one brain cell. Sure. <laughs> What's the creepiest thing you can think of? That's probably real. The creepiest thing? Creepiest thing you can think of. I mean, maybe not. That's Maybe that's not a good way to say it. Well, you said that it's like crazy. It's bonkers. Mm. I just want one guess and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong and then we'll move on. Cannibals. That would have been good, huh? Mm. Maybe next time. Mm. Um, I was like, I was like, Ed Gein. Huh? Huh? But like, <laughs> not far off, okay? Like, it's not cannibals at all, but we're going to talk about a cult. cult. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got it. Sorry. Oh. I got really excited. She said it literally right before me. I don't know if it's going to process that way. I was like, what's like cannibalism? And then I was like, cults. Right. Maybe I should have been like, an American horror story, something of that kind of But yeah, I mean, we're not talking about all cults. Just the Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Kool Aid Jonestown. Mm-hmm. It's not that one. Have I heard of it? I don't know what you've heard of. Probably. Maybe not. I mean, it's possible because it's happened like relatively recently. Oh. But when I looked it up, I had maybe heard of bits and pieces, yada, yada, yada. I didn't know what I know now at all to the extent i don't know at all and to the extent that you're gonna know i didn't know at all mm-hmm. i'm excited spooky babes we appreciate you through here and we'll get right into it once upon a time 
There is a woman named Amy Carlson who was born November 30th, 1975. Sag. Yeah. She was this close to being cool. And then she had to wait a few more days. <laughs> anyway, shout out to my November Scorpios. Haley and I are with you. She grew up, she was supposedly really popular. Like her sister looked up to her. She looked normal. She's like blonde hair, pretty. She was, you know, she had some home issues where her mom and dad divorced and she got a stepmom and a stepdad and things didn't really work out with them very well. And she did really well in school and she was smart. But like in her early adulthood, I'm kind of gauging like 18, 20, 21. She started fixating on like really weird topics like starships and, you know, like Aliens may be, you know, strange things. These topics began to like fill her time. And in the mid 2000s, she would have been about somewhere around the 30s, late 20s. She developed an interest in new age thinking. And she did that by going to a website called lightworkers.org. And I I didn't go to any of these websites because I didn't want that in my head. I'm sorry. (laughs) I love you guys. I don't love you that much. Anyway, she joined this community that discusses lightworkers and other New Age philosophies. So on the forum, she met someone, a man named Amerith White Eagle, and they convinced Carlson that she was a divine. And at that point, quote, Carlson began to claim to experience paranormal phenomena. So she also claimed from this paranormal phenomena that she was starting to hear her like an inner voice, but it was like your, your like aura voice. And so she said that that voice told her that she was going to be president of the United States one day. And she called Amerith her twin flame. Mind you, she was married. And I don't know exactly like the timeline of her marriages to meeting Amerith. I do know that she divorced her third husband when she left and cut ties and and quit her job and cut ties with her family and divorced her husband and like disconnected from her kids, she went with Amerith to to Colorado. So I'm assuming she met Amerith while she was in her third relationship with her husband. Oh my God. So she and Amerith went to Colorado and they joined a group called the Galactic Federation of Light. And in 2009, this group began posting videos on YouTube, and that group developed into another name. It changed its name. The name of that group was called Love Has One. And the group was based in, like I said, it was based in Colorado, and it had about 12 to 20 members that lived all in, they referred to it as a commune, but really it was just one house, which I would not imagine living with 20 people in one house. Like when you think of commune, you have that like visual representation of like a field and like bunches of like, kind of like they went off the grid and created their own little neighborhood, right? But as far as I could tell, it was one house that they all lived in together, Mm. which just seems a little crowded, especially if you didn't get along with one of them. Like too much, too close to handle, you know? Oh, and the bathroom situation? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I hope you had at least more than one bathroom. (laughs) I don't know, like, what house it was or, like, what the state was, if it had more than one bathroom or how many bedrooms. But 
They had to be triple, quadruple people in one bedroom. Had to be. Anyway, they also gained over 200 remote followers from their YouTube channel. And on their YouTube channel, they used to live stream to, quote, recruit more members, solicit donations, and promote new age products and vitamin supplements every single day. So they were on lives every single day for a few hours at least, talking about love is one and talking about, you know, all of the things that they believed in, which we'll get into that a little bit further. The group even claimed that they could remove sickness from your body through etheric surgery. And that costs $88 a session. And basically that would be Amy was a surgeon and would take the sickness out of you for $88 a session. What's a steal? Come on. Healthcare in America or $88 a session? The YouTube channel featured over 2,700 videos. And the videos and live streams included Q&As, updates of Amy and Amaris, who were, and I'll get to this a little bit deeper later, but they were referred to as Mother God and Father God. They called them mom and dad. Various members were also giving warning signs of like the end of days to their to the people watching so that they would become followers. There were this is a quote from one of the videos. Someone said, Anyone who tries to fuck with us, we will kill you. We will fucking kill you because there's no time left. We've seen our mom suffer so much. And I know that so many people watch these live streams. And I know that there's rich people out there with millions of dollars who watch these. And how dare you? We're coming for you. Mm. That's more aggressive than I expected. Like they, yeah, I always thought of cults like very hippy dippy, like love, peace, you know, all this stuff. This cult, no, absolutely not. They are like aggressive and like we'll get into more of like quotes from them, but like they are strangely aggressive about lots of things <laughs> and like also a little racist, a little anti Semitic. And they're not good people, like, at all. Hmm. From the things that they said, no. From my, my opinion, I feel like they're not, you know, sharing love and light. But Love is One, the, the group, has a combination of, quote, New Age spirituality, conspiracy theories, and elements from mainstream Abramatic religions. So, like, the Bible. This combination kind of also just grew further and further out of control love is one also referred to as lhw claimed that amy was mother god and that she quote birthed all creation and there were several people during the her time as mother god that played the role of father god starting with amerith white eagle and the group called her mom or mother god and apparently they said that she was 19 billion years old and she had been reincarnated 534 times. Wow. The reincarnations include a lot of household names that you would know. People that you've heard of include Jesus, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, Cleopatra. And obviously she, want, she was like reincarnated as every possible like strong female presence in history. Basically. What's the chance that all of those people, if reincarnation, here, here, here we are. If reincarnation is the, is the end all be all. What's the chance that Cleopatra, Marilyn Monroe, and Joan of Arc are all the same person? Also, that person's also Jesus. 
<laughs> there's <laughs> eight billion people in the world, and you're telling me one person got everyone? Like she also no. Yeah. She also claimed that she was in another life and in his other life, the daughter of Donald Trump. So in a past life of Donald Trump, she was his daughter who was the queen of a lost world called Lemuria. Then, you know, they they died and became each other. So they didn't know each other anymore. But why would you? Why Donald Trump? Like, I don't know. Love is One called her a divine, and they said that she would lead, quote, people to the mystical fifth element. Ooh, fun, right? The group claimed that Amy's body was a filtration system where she cleansed the world of negative energies, and this made her suffer in a lot of pain. And if the followers did really good things and, like, did the right thing, they would protect her. Her body is supposed to filter out all the bad things and all the negative energy in the world. Which, of course, why wouldn't she? This is a quote from one of their, I believe is one of their ex-cult members. And it says that their message is unlike any other religious group. It's openly brash, energetic, and foul mouth. They're able to insult members of the audience in one breath and then next tell them that they love them. They're unafraid of offending. And in fact, they seem to revel in it. Love is one. They said that the biggest enemy to the group is the cabal. And the the cabal is, quote, a shadowy global organization determined to keep humanity in a low vibrational state. Supposedly, quote, the cabal tried to assassinate Amy 600 times. But she was able to, no way, no how. They say that the cabal is like a group of reptilians. Or like the global elite, they have ties to Illuminati um, and their world, their, their hands are in all of the world's issues. And supposedly they orchestrate mass shootings and pandemics to kind of monger fear throughout the whole world. That's the cabals. Mm. And that's why they're the biggest enemy of Love Has Won. They do have big cabals. Ex-members, along with a lot of others, including myself, describe Love Has Won as a cult. Obviously, ex-members also claim that they were abused and sleep deprived, allowing them only four hours of sleep a night. Now, I thought four hours was generous. I mean, granted, not like all the time, but I was thinking that they'd have to be like up all night, up all day, beckoning to anyone's request. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Four hours seems like, oh, I mean, it's definitely not enough sleep, but it seemed like more than I expected them to get. They said that they only got four hours of sleep. I know moms who only get four hours of sleep. I don't. I was gonna say like normal people that like work, like two jobs. They're like, you get sleep. Yeah, like you you're getting sleep in May of 2020. And this is a quote from an article. A member of the group was found wandering in the wilderness, disoriented, naked, and dehydrated after being described by the group as lacking the right energy, and being on the wrong side of the mountain. The group claimed that there was a ban on drugs and alcohol, but I don't, I don't believe that. Oh, no. Not one bit. You can't be in a cult and not have drugs. Right. Family members claim that members of the group were brainwashed, obviously, and their social, media, their social media videos and posts show that they are also anti-Semitic and racist, which 
we aren't surprised there either, I guess. So White Eagle left the group in 2014, and Miguel Lamboy joined the group at that time. He was called, and this was his name, he was called the Archangel Michael Silver. And that's a badass name to get in a cult, I guess. Okay, I like the Archangel part, but when you get to the Michael Silver, I just think of Long John Silver. I know, but I would like to be an Archangel if I got Mm -hmm. to be anything. Archangel seems badass, but I think, and I don't know where the name actually came from, but Miguel actually managed the group's finances, so it was like silver coin, you know, like, I have no idea. Hmm. Anyway, he, he was they mentioned that he was like behind the scenes a lot like behind the camera kind of like helping her with things but he never became a father god Hmm. now again i've said that the father god role kind of was like a revolving door not there was never more than one mother god it was always amy and the father god kind of rotated she was a hoe do you think she was sleeping with the father god yes that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. Mother, father. Like, that's what I probably. I mean, I imagine so. She claimed that the reason why there were many vessels for the Father God was because it took a lot of vessels to contain all of the Father God energy. <laughs> and I said, we really know what energy you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, you ain't got that daddy dick energy. We got to get you out. But, like, she was like, these vessels all were able to hold part of the Father God energy. And I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> no, the way that it's like, are we talking about vessels or her holes? Because, no, her Because many of the whole, many of the vessels could hold, she could take three. Anyway, but apparently it was too much for one vessel. So the Father God role kind of filtered in and out. Of different people. So Amy was too much. Got it. <laughs> well, she was the mother god, but I was like, I was like, okay, does that doesn't that make it so that the father god was more powerful than you? But I guess maybe because all of the mother god was in one vessel, the vessels of the father god had only part of the energy, so they weren't more powerful. But to me, that ex- that says that the father god was way more powerful than he she was because he was like all. You know, so much energy. I don't know. It's very convoluted. And again, like I told you this before we started recording, but I feel like this could be like a four-part docuseries. Oh, it's, yeah. It's insane. They're, the movement grew on the internet and through their YouTube channel. And their final father god was Jason Costello in 2018. Supposedly, he was very abusive and aggressive with the people of the group. During an interview with Rolling Stone, he said that he always felt like a father. As young as three years old, when his dad left his mom, he said to his mom, quote, I calmed my mother down and said, I'm right here. And that's the earliest I can recall the responsibility of being a father. Ew. Weird. Yes, that's so weird. Don't don't worry, mommy. Fathers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was weird. And Rolling Stone, in the Rolling Stone article, he claimed to break a member's nose. And he said, you could say I broke everyone's fucking nose. Everyone on the fucking planet. I 
Did you wear a fedora when you were younger? Like when you were a teenager? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he gives that like that energy of like a weird guy. Yeah, like he's the weird kid. Sorry if you wear a fedora. You're probably cool, I guess. Sorry. I have a a bias for fedora boys. Sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. When we were growing up, they were major creeps and weirdos. Every fedora boy I've ever met kind of be weirdo. Anyway. Rolling forward to August 2020, the group went to Hawaii. Right, fun. Little fun vacation. In Hawaii, Amy made an outrageous claim. Shocker. She said that she was Hile, a Hawaiian goddess of fire and volcanoes, and that she created the Hawaiian Islands. Okay, white lady. Yeah, right? (laughs) How did you know she was white? Uh, That is right. You didn't tell me. I thought you did. My bad. (laughs) She just like exudes white woman energy. <laughs> you know that white woman. Anyway, yeah. well, obviously the people of Hawaii were not happy with that, not at all. So they started protesting outside of the rental home that they were inhabiting, mm-hmm. uh, and they said that she was appropriating the Hawaiian spirituality, which she was. Right. They vandalized the property and their rental car during the protest. One of the protesters was quoted in an article and they said that they are predators and they are not here to be a part of the community. And in a video response, Amy said back, fuck off. I'm Pele, bitch. Don't push me. Oh, my God. That's a little aggressive. And after trying to relocate to Maui because of all of the issues, which is still Hawaii, there's still a lot of like, issues with travel documents and so they just decided to relocate back to colorado and go back home because apparently they were not welcome in hawaii Um, which i yeah again i wonder the fuck why in september 2020 carlson told her followers on the internet that her health was declining and that she was paralyzed from the waist down. Even with that ban that they had on drugs and alcohol, she was supposedly heavily drinking and smoking weed. And I watched a like a video of like ex-members being interviewed and they said that this was okay because alcohol and marijuana are natural, but she would never take anything like medications or anything unnatural. <laughs> so I guess in that way, I guess that's right. But do you think she was getting her alcohol from her own fermented potatoes? No. Probably not. She was getting it from Jose Cuervo. So, or any other. I know that I said potatoes and that's vodka and Jose Cuervo's tequila, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I meant. I do. Supposedly, at this time, Carlson was like extremely abusive verbally and physically. Once when she was drunk, she even claimed that she was speaking to the spirit of. Robin Williams. Oh, my God. Don't bring him into this. Don't bring him into this, bitch. No. Supposedly, she was, like, super, like, buddy buddies with Robin Williams after he passed away, which... <laughs> right? And, quote, in one video, she rails against a member for not delivering her tequila promptly enough, asking, where's my tequila, you dick whores? Dick whores. What the fuck kind of, like... What kind of insult is that? Like, anyway. And at this time, she was like physically looking really, really bad. Before she joined this commune or cult or whatever, she looked normal. 
beautiful even but when she was with this cult she started like i don't know she was really skinny like she was anorexic and she was like losing her hair and her skin had like purplish hue to it and she also claimed to have cancer the reason her skin had like a purplish silvery kind of hue was that in response to COVID, she was ingesting large amounts of colloidal silver as a cure. The FDA warned them. I, I, in the article, it sounded like the FDA specifically told them to not do it. But, but apparently the FDA was like, colloidal silver is not going to help you fight against COVID. Duh. And they also said that ingesting colloidal silver can lead to seizures and organ failures. So okay. from 2020 of September to April 2021, this is all you saw on the, the live streams and that's all you saw on the videos. And the last time anyone saw Amy Carlson alive was April 10th, 2021, who was outside of the group. So after that, the timeline becomes a little fuzzy. On an April, on a April 16th live stream, there was a member named Bobby Lessman, and he said, quote, mom's not doing good. She's very, very, very close. And we pretty much all know. So pray. He's slowly, slowly pulling out of her vessel. And that was on the 16th of April. On the 28th of April, Miguel, good old Archangel Miguel, he walked into the police department and told them that they would find Amy at his house in Crestno, Colorado. And he tried to brief them on what they would find, but I don't think anything would prepare them for what they found. Before we get there, in her final days, the members even said that she requested medical help, but they refused to take her. One member said, quote, there's been moments where mom asked us to take her to a 3D hospital and we were like nope because there's no way we know exactly how hijacking works and you can bet your fucking ass that someone in that hospital whoever it would be would get hijacking and go straight for mom try to do who knows what they would try to take her to surgery and do some crazy shit so absolutely not fuck me well so when they went to the house to see amy it seems as though she was in a sleeping bag and her body was wrapped up in Christmas lights and she had been dead for several weeks. She'd been dead for so long that her eyes had completely deteriorated and her lips had receded and there was glitter all over her face and eye holes. Police said that it looked like it was a shrine to Amy. So she was... Her body was basically mummified, and Miguel said that they would find an enshrined mummified corpse of Amy in his house. And that she supposedly had died previously in California, and they transported the body back to Colorado. When the police found her there, in the house was seven members of the group and two children. I... The corporal, Steve Hansen, said, quote, I've never seen a group of people be so nonchalant about a dead person in their back room. All seven members were charged with the abuse of a corpse, as well as child abuse because of the two children being present in the house. An autopsy report revealed that she had died from, quote, global decline 
in the setting of alcohol abuse, anorexia, and chronic colloidal silver ingestion. Mm -hmm. The group's members were facing a mix of charges, but they were all dropped. On Facebook, they told the group that Carlson didn't die, that she had ascended to the fifth dimension. Wow. To this day, they still post online and on their web on their YouTube, but they did change their name to 5D Full Disclosure, which is like fifth dimension full disclosure. In November 2020, there was a live stream where, quote, Costello, who was the father god at the time, mm-hmm. had told the Love Has Won members that they should be willing to die for Amy even after her death. And those old comments sparked new fears that members might even hurt themselves. He said, search, quote, search for your true identity, your divine higher self. It cares about God. It cares so much it will lay its life down for her, like the rest of creation. They still tried to kind of, you know, like she died for their sins, you know, like Jesus. Like, that's what Amy did for them. Then Jason Castillo, Father God, ended up kind of, Cutting everything in half. So there is the 5D full disclosure, but Jason Castillo is not a part of that anymore. He created his own separate group and like book followers with him. So now there's like two different cults out there right now, you know, living it up, being culty. Being Uh, culty. And that's the story of the mummified corpse that they found in Colorado. Of Mother God from Love Has Won. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I avoided any pictures of the actual mummified corpse, but I'm sure you can find it. It's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah. Have you ever joined a cult, Haley? This is about as close as I got. Kind of discussing this cult. Yeah. You want to join? I'll join yours. The spooky baby cult? Mm-hmm. That's the only cult. It's insane. But, you know, I did my best on research. You really good summary. Again, it's like impossible to deep dive with how much stuff there's out there. But yeah. What's next week? Very movie wait. What are you doing, Haley? <clears throat> so, it's April. Oh, April Fools. Oh my God. Like, what if it was like, you know, they expect a scary movie, but it's actually not. It's like a Disney movie, but I, I've already seen this movie. Catherine has not seen it yet. It came out in April of like a year or two ago within that time range. So I was like, perfect. We'll do this. But, and it's a, it's a movie about like pranks and death. Like April Fool's. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, don't kill anyone on April Fool's though. It's not supposed to be that kind of prank, but this movie is. (laughs) Yeah, we are going to be doing the movie I'm Just Fucking With You, or I Was Just Fucking With You, something like that. Yeah. I've never seen it. I have no idea what I'm getting into, so I only know what Haley's told me, and I'm blissfully unaware. Did I even I tell you anything? No, just said that it was about, like, pranking and stuff, and I was like, like April Fools. Okay, so here's here's one topic of question that I always think about when I think about cults. Do you think that she was like it wasn't her fault, or was she also a victim of like 
group thing or like of like mm. the cult because maybe he wasn't a cool guy and like he tricked her you know because like she didn't have any ideas that she was a divine before she met him right and then she met him and then they went to this place and and started this you know joined this group and then she became mother god which i don't know like Okay, I read this thing about her when she was younger is that, like, she wasn't even, like, a leader when she was little. She was quiet and reserved. She wasn't a leadership kind of person when she was younger. I think she wasn't a good person because of the fact that she was, you know, racist and anti-Semitic and not a good person in that in that manner. But I just wonder if there was, like, a turn that she could have taken or that a path that she could have gone down that this didn't happen at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like meeting him, I feel like, yeah, she was a victim in the beginning. Maybe unless, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if they, like, combined together to make this or if, like, he'd already started it kind of thing. But, I mean, he did leave, and then she became, like, the leader. Yeah. Like, even when he was there, she was the leader. So I'm like, maybe they conspired together to make it, which would make her equal part bad. Or like he already kind of started it, but then like she like took it over and she was like, yeah. And then from then on, she was the bad person. Yeah. I always want to hope there's a good part of people, but I know that that's not true. Sometimes I'm like, are you just a victim of your environment? Yeah. But at some point, an adult has to take ownership of themselves. Right. So she went on for way too long for it to be like, oops. Oopsie. No, like, like, oopsie, sorry, I didn't mean to start a fucking cult. You yeah, know, I, I, I feel like I would be more accepting of the victim theory if she wasn't the leader. Because, like, the the whole time it was like, Mother God is the one, and then the Father God is continuously a different person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Father God had stayed the same and like ruled over the Mother God and made her be Mother yeah. God, that would make it more of like the fact that she was a victim of the the whole thing. But because mm-hmm. she was like choosing the Father Gods to be Father Gods, mm-hmm. that's kind of like there's no there's no one forcing her hand in doing that. Especially after Amerith left, you know. But it supposedly was not a fun time, like, when they were not be together. But Ooh. but one of my biggest fears is being brainwashed into thinking that, I don't know, something is that it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be a little hard. Have to... You have to let go of a lot of, like, my... yeah fears and like a lot of my distrust of people i mm-hmm. personally don't think that i would be able to be brought into a cult unless it was against my will you know what i mean oh yeah <laughs> because i don't trust anyone like i'll barely will meet a guy from a dating app that's how much i don't trust people so it was like i don't i don't quite know where the where where the cult might come in so i don't know do you think you could be indoctrinated into a cult? What if someone was like, Haley, you are a divine. You are a goddess. 
And you'd be like, yeah, it depends. If it's a man saying this to me, I get the ick. Yeah. And it, it creeps me out and I'm automatically like, no. If it's a female and I'm a little more like, thank you. But I'll still go on my merry fucking way because I don't accept compliments very well. So I'll still be like, oh, that's so nice of you. And then I'll come back and tell you about how fucking awkward and cringy it was. And I would only be a part of a cult by force, especially that kind of cult. But I can imagine like it being like a fun cult, a fun cult, like, like, you know, the Squishmallow cult. Or it's just a babe cult. Spooky babe cult, exactly. Like just something well, like a it's difference not, between like this kind of cult and a fun cult is like it's n- easy breezy. Be a part of it, don't be a part of it. Cover girl. Cover girl. <laughs> easy breezy, maybe it's Maybelline. Exactly. Like technically, I am a part of a cult, but it is on it's on Facebook and it's the cult of Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. I thought I was going to be obsessed with this man. Those people in that group are obsessed with that man. I'm just, I, I barely go on it, but I'm a part of it. So technically I'm a part of a cult, but it's celebrating Eddie Munson. I feel like I would be a part of like cute cats cult, like yep. the CCC. <laughs> so here's the thing. The thing, the, the thing to always remember about a cult is that they're never going to call themselves a cult. Like, yeah, yeah, love has won 5D, full disclosure, the Galactic Federation of Light. Like, all of those, they sound like cults, but they never call themselves a cult. They would never identify as a cult. Right. Because that's not what it is. It's their belief system. It's their, you know, end-all, be-all. It's their spirituality. It's however they identify it as but they will never identify it as a cult and if nope. they do it's like a cute cult you know like fun fun quirky cult you know <laughs> but yeah so that's that's my thing hope y'all enjoyed it Haley, do you have anything to tell the spooky babes spooky babes i hope you enjoyed this wild ride with us thank you Catherine, for being an amazing storyteller you're welcome I also hope that March has been good for you. This is about what well, this is going out. What first of April? Mm. April first. Happy Ooh. April Fool's Day! Go go play a a little light little light prank on on your friends. Don't don't be an asshole. No or pregnancy don't... pranks. Yeah, no, don't do that. That's me. Those are not fun, especially for people who can't pregnant. Yeah. That's that's true. That's true. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to be like sad. But it is true. It is true. Welcome to April, motherfuckers. Spring. Um, yeah, fucking hopefully. It's fucking cold. I'm tired of it being cold. Hopefully you enjoyed this crazy cult ride. Don't join a cult. Please. Especially one of these types of cults. Like you can join the spooky babe cult. Yeah. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day, spooky babes. And Catherine. Do you have anything to say to our fellow Spookies, babesies? Spooky babes, I am excited that you came here and remember that you matter and you are important and 
if you ever feel like you are not supposed to be here, just let us know and we'll make sure you know you are. And we'll give you another reason to stick around. And also, the world's a better place with you in it. And don't join cults. Except for the spooky bed cult. Maybe it's Maybelline. And then we'll see Maybe. you. In your nightmares. Maybe it's Maybelline.